0: <coughs> Good morning. Today's daf and Baba Kama's Nun Bays. We're going to be starting today Nun Aleph Amud Bays. We're about 10 lines from the top of the Amud, Beginning with the words Amar Rava. We are coming off of the Mishnah yesterday on Nun Aleph Amad Aleph regarding Bor Shnei Shutfim. I have a pit that's owned by partners. How do you have a uh, partnership over a pit? That was the first question that we dealt with yesterday. Uh, we looked at it from the lens of Rebbe Kiva. We looked at it from the lens of Rebbe Shmall. So go back to yesterday's daf. See the uh, Nun Aleph Amad Aleph uh, immediately after the Mishnah for more discussion regarding that. Meanwhile, uh, while we were on the, top, the topic of pit uh, pit that was uh, partnership pit, partnership pit, um, we uh, also discussed what happens when, uh, in terms of the digging of the pit, so you had uh, c- uh, contributions by two different people. Okay, I say contribution over here. That's not the best cho- word choice. But, uh, okay, in other words, the first person dug a pit nine tefachim deep, and the second person came and, and dug that tenth tefach, and we know that they're significantly different. A nine tafak pit versus a ten tafak pit. Go back to, again to yesterday's daf and, and, and daf nun. And we know that they are they, they are different pits regarding levels of liability. A nine tafak pit will be responsible for nezek, for all damages, but you will not be responsible for death. Animal falls into the pit, animal dies, so you're not going to be responsible for the death of the animal because a nine tafak pit is not meant for misa. The animal should not have died. If the animal died, that's, uh, that's not you. The um, And meanwhile, once the pit is ten tefachim deep, so now you're going to be chayv. Not only for Nezek, but you're going to be chayv for Misa as well. Good. So uh, when you have the first person uh, digging nine tefachim and the, and the second person making a small contribution where he only dug one tefach, but that was a significant one tefach, now making the pit ten tefachim deep, so does he have partial liability? Does he have full liability? So if you remember yesterday's daf, we brought down a machlokus on Rebbe and the Chachamim on this very issue. So uh, look back in yesterday. Again, we're not, we're, we're not going to review this, although it's important just to, just to even hold cup in terms of where we are right now. So, the, um, so as far as the Chachamim are concerned, ha-achron chayv, only the last person is going to be Chayev to the exclusion of the first person, meaning that person who dug the, de- the tenth Tefach, according to the Chachamim, he exclusively will be holding all liability for Nezek and for Misa. And the Rabbi says, no, there's still going to be a shared liability. Okay, good. Uh, shared liability vis-a-vis Nezik, but not legabe Misa. Okay. Admittedly, by the way, it, it, it gets a little bit complicated. Already we're at the beginning of the duff, but the uh, but we are dealing with basically a shared liability of a pit, both in terms of partnership, that's the Mishnah, which we're going to get back to. We're not we're not starting there. And in terms of where it's one pit that was created by two different people. Good. With that stated Amarava. So here we are now on non base continuing where we left off yesterday. It's about 10 lines from the top of the um So So what happens? So you had a board that was nine tefachim deep. And what happened is is that another person comes along, doesn't dig another tefach in the ground, but rather what he does is he creates a ridge around the pit. With stones, basically make stones right, al- right along the top of the pit. And as a result of that, what happens now is that from the elevated point of the stones now to the bottom of the pit, 10 okay? tefachim. It's just another way to get to 10. But, in other words, what you didn't do is that you didn't dig on the bottom, another 10 tefach, you just simply made it a, an elevation right along the ridge of one tefach. So, uh, now, so what are we looking at over here? Is that person now who, who made the ridge now creating a depth of 10? Is that sole liability, or is there going to be shared liability between him and the person who dug the ninth And what is it, machlokus <laughs> rebbing the Meaning, go back to yesterday's daf. You, right, go back review the machlokus <laughs> Rabin the Same thing over here. To which the gemara's reaction to that is pshita. Uh, okay, good. Um, the gemara says, look, it's you know, it, it's good to go over, but have you have you provided a chiddush? Sounds like basically what we said yesterday. So no. so the Gemara says, okay, but, we're, but, but it is a chiddush, and I'll tell you why it's a chiddush. Because when you were, if you were in the pit and digging that tenth hefach, so what you did is, is that you increased the hevel in the pit. Now again, go back to yesterday's stuff. What is hevel? Good, good, good luck. Okay, good. Uh, the um, so a hevel is heat. Hevel is atmospheric pressure. Hevel is, you know, uh, again, my, my understanding of it is, in, in, in fact, limited, but doesn't matter. In other words, hevel is something that can damage, hevel, hevel is something that can kill. And if you remember yesterday's death, there was another major machlokus between Rab and Shmuel, whether or not you're going to be liable for the hevel or you're going to be liable for the impact. What the Gemara is suggesting over here is the following, and that is, is that if you're digging that 10th pit, uh, that 10th tefach in the ground, so you're contributing to its hevel. But if all you're doing is just creating a ridge around the, the top of the pit, so you could have argued, I'm not making a contribution to its Hevel because I'm not in the pit, I'm over the pit. So maybe the argument could be, eh, don't hold me solely liable because I'm not working in the pit and and working with the given Hevel. Okay. Uh, by Tom Tamtefach, the steelik of mahu. Okay. Uh, the Gamaria goes over the following. So again, the pit was nine tefachim deep, and 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 a person comes, and uh, and what does he do? He he digs up the te- that tenth tefach. Now what happens is the following, and that is is that after having dug up that tenth tefach, he filled in the tenth tefach. Right? Rashi over here goes over the word tam. Anyway, the, the case is I just described it. Okay, and and um, and the tam the sea like now the um and and then what he did is that he made that ridge around the top with stones mahu so my Shaklay. so uh can, can we can we make the following argument can we make the argument that look in other words what did he do is that he uh he exposed that 10th tefach which again is significant but then what he did is, is that he filled in that 10th tefach. So basically, can we say that he left it in the same shape that he found it? Odelma, The alternative is nistakam say. Alternatively, here's what you could say: When he uncovered that tenth tefach, he effectively he effectively made it his pit. I ah, he went ahead and he and, and 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 he covered that tenth tefach. He fi- sorry, he filled in that tenth tefach. It don't matter. Why doesn't it matter? Because once you expose that tenth tefach. That pit now is yours. <coughs> Again, when I, ta- when I say yours, we mean strictly from a liability standpoint. It's yours, and whatever you do after that point in time will not undo the fact that it's yours. Take with the Gemara says good question. We're going to leave that question unresolved. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, the discussion by, by pits are going to get a little bit more complicated as if they weren't complicated enough. And over here now, we're going to be talking about water, in other words, having a pit, having water in the pit and water being a contributing factor to expedite damage or death. Okay. Now, it gets a little bit tricky over here, right? In other words, if I if I would imagine, in other words, I think of a pit with water, I think about my pool, okay? And as everybody knows, in other words, what the water does, obviously, is it basically removes the impact, meaning you can jump into the pool. Right. In other words, aren't you jumping into a pit? Yes, you are. But in other words, but the pool goes ahead and basically takes away the impact. OK, so obviously I'm not thinking correctly. I'm, try- I'm trying to, but obviously I'm not thinking correctly from the Gemara's perspective. The Gemara's assumption is, is that when there's water in the pit, it's not only not only going to not soften the impact. It's actually going to be more detrimental. In other words, it's going to expedite and, and, and increase the damage. How exactly? I'm not sure. Okay, an admission on my part, but that's the Gemara's assumption. Meaning, just to understand shot in the Gemara, we have to we have to walk in with this given. Okay, you'll, you'll see. So let's do this again. So now, the pit is eight deep, which again, as we know now, is not deep enough for misa. But what you also have in the pit are two tvachim of water. So that's ten total. No. No, uh, no. Eight, is, right. right. Of the eight, two is water. In my hand. Okay? And now, uh, the, so now Chayv. <laughs> so now what happens is an animal falls and an animal dies. That person who dug up the pit's going to be Chayv. <laughs> now, you have to wonder, why are you going to be <laughs> Chayv? I mean, the pit's not tens of deep. What happened over here? Kamar explains. My timer. the Diyavashadame. Because here's the formula you're going to have to go in. And that is, for every tefech of water, one tefech of water equals... Two Tvachim of yabasha. So now, what we're able to do is take the two Tvachim of water. Now, uh, uh, what's it called? What you're going to do now is you're gonna you're gonna multiply that. Two Tvachim of water now equals four tvachim of yabasha. So now it's going to be six plus four. You have ten now. Uh. So this idea that water is going to be serving now as a as 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 a as a as a potentiator. Right. Basic right, as a multiplier. And 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 not a multi not just a multiplier. A multiplier that will create more Hezek and, and will hold you more liable than normally had there not been water over there, you wouldn't have been liable. So but the water now is going to be a contributing factor to the Hazek, to the point in which you take the amount of water, double it, and now you're gonna add that to the pit and you're gonna be held liable. So water is Okay, good. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, you have to say something along those lines. Okay, so bortisha mahu. So the Gemara says so now. So let's play around a little bit with the number says the Gemara. Let's say the pit is now nine and now there's only one tefach of water. So mahu I Havla. Kevin, do we say that with one tefach of water that's not enough? It's not enough of a contributing factor. Maybe the only thing that is serving as a contributing factor is two tvachim of water. But one tefach may be insufficient. On the other hand, consider, the pit in this particular scenario is already nine tvachim deep. And now, with one tefach of water, maybe, in other words, with the nine and the one tfachim of water, maybe that will get you to the point of, you're going to be liable for Misa. Let's do it this way let's say that there are the pit is only seven talking deep but there are three tak of it that has water so me I'm going give the behavla. on one hand now we have we have more water meaning the starting point was eight plus two okay but again eight plus two and meaning of the eight two of that is water so now we're basically playing around well let's say it's nine plus one let's say it's seven plus three what do we say in those cases or maybe in this case over here you're right in other words, there's a lot of water over there, but the pit's not that deep. The pit's only seven tevachim deep. Teiku, the Gemara leaves these questions unresolved, meaning eight and two that we know, but the nine and one, the seven and three, Teiku, the Gemara leaves it unresolved. me, Shizme. five. the The Gemara was already stuck here. Okay, so I don't I don't know where to go now from there from there. By me, here, Ah. So now, again, we are going to, again, uh, just operate with the assumption that the Hevel of the pit is causing damage, significant damage. In other words, in nine Tvachim Nezek, and ten Tvachim is Misa. Now, in order for this Hevel to exist, so the pit has to be a very confined space. Okay? It has to be suffocating. Okay, now, with this idea that there's Hevel in the pit, so, again, to the best of my understanding... So now, if it is not a con- confined and constrained space, but let's say we were to open it up, i.e., we widen it. So now, what we're basically doing is is that we're allowing the hevel to exit. Okay, it's an exhaust for the hevel. Good. So let's say the pit is ten deep, and now what we did is is that we widen it. Gemara's discussion. So. Uh, so he says, what if I wind the pit? So he says, okay, you were a memite behevel. You've created an exhaust for the hevel. The hevel now has escaped. And now you're good. You're no longer going to be liable for that pit. So I'm a layah, of hezekah. Now wait one second. Now I'm, you're arguing that you've, you've created an exhaust for the hevel. I'm going to argue that what you've done is that you've wind the pit. In other words, now you made the pit more accessible for people to fall in. In other words, the pit was, just throwing out numbers, four almost wide. And now what you did is you made it six amas wide. So now you've, gave, you've given two more amas for animals to fall into the pit. You were kirev, uh, you, you were Kirav Hezekah. So the Gemara says, okay, so we have obviously over here two arguments. One one arguing in the direction of Patur, and the other one arguing in the direction of Khiyod. So the Gemara says, okay. So now, here's what you're going to have to do. If an animal falls into the pit, so we're going to have to do now a a a, I was going to say autopsy, uh, whatever, an investigation. In terms of how did the animal die? Now remember, according to Shita Shmuel, Shmuel says it could be Hevel or it could be Chavata, either the constricting air or it could be impact. In other words, Shmuel will accept either one as cause of death, which would hold the pit maker liable. So now the Gemara says, well, okay, good. So over here, when we widen the pit, so that was successfully removing the Hevel, but you're now giving more room for animals to fall in. And if it died via impact, you'd be Chayev. With this investigation, please don't ask me how the investigation works. Okay, I'm still struggling to understand how Hevel works. But with the investigation, if we discover afterwards that the animal died because of impact, you're going to be Chayev. If the animal died because of hevel, well, you've removed the hevel by widening it. So, in other words, there must have been something, some other factor that caused the animal to die. Therefore, the Baal habor is going to be potter. Is, is it is an accepted fact fact that if the width is increased, then the hevel is eliminated? Yeah, the the, the gemar's assumption is exactly that. You, you, that will, that point will be made even clearer as we go on. Yes,
1: reduces the condensation
0: of the air. Correct, correct. And, and uh, in the second version of the Gemara's discussion, uh, the uh, it really depends on which side the animal fell in. Meaning, what you did is you wind the pit. Now, you the Gemara's assumption is you wind it on one of its sides. Asymmetric. So, right. So, uh, asymmetrical widening. So if the animal falls in on the side that you that you added, that you widened, so now you're going to be liable because of your action. If, on the other hand, it fell in from the other side, the side that you didn't widen, so now what you did is only, from, from the vantage point of this type of fall, what you did is only help the situation. Why? Because you removed the hevel by widening the pit.
1: Okay. So
0: you move Those here. Yeah. Yeah, the right. gemara the is assuming that it could be Hevel, or it could be Chavata. Right? Excellent. It marbor omka kerachva. Okay, so, here's the assumption the Gemara is making. Ben made this point as his observation just moments earlier. The Gemara is now going to be very clear. And that is, is that if the if the bore is rectangular, and when I say rectangular, I mean that the depth of the pit is going to be greater than the than the length of the pit, or the bottom of the pit, so then there's hevel, and that hevel is constricting, and and and, the, and, the, and if it's ten t'fachim deep, the animal the animal's death is a result of the hevel, and you're going to be chayev. Okay. Now let's move the rectangular in the other direction, where the bottom of the pit is greater than the depth of the pit. In other words, depth of the pit is ten t'fachim, but let's say the bottom of the pit is now eleven t'fachim. So now in such a rectangle, so now there's no hevel in the pit, and so therefore from a hevel standpoint, there's no hevel. And if the death was caused by Hevel, well, that's not you because that was not suffocating Hevel. Okay. Now the Gemara wants to know good. So that's a rectangle, right? In either direction, we know where to go. What if it's a square? What if it's 10 by 10? That's the Gemara's question. So, um, Rabba, Rav Yosef, Dami, Tavai, Mishmei, the Bar Dami, Mishmei, the Rebbe, Mani. So the Gemara now is going to bring in multiple viewpoints. And as you can imagine, machlokis and a machlokis in terms of whether or not a square shape is going to lead to suffocating hevel. Yes, yes, and no, meaning two sheetas on the matter. Okay, and um, and adkan and and the gemar doesn't explore the gemar doesn't comment further
1: adkan. So so basically, we have we have depth,
0: width, and length. Right. And what they're talking about is is if the width is more than ten, right? If the if the width is more than ten, the depth is ten. Regardless the width is length. more than ten. So then, right? So then, at that point in time, there's no hevel. And alternatively, if the depth is ten, the width is nine, there is hevel. And the and the uh, and then ten by ten, Gemara Gamara leaves it off as a machlokis. <coughs> okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Ad if the 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 <coughs> is eleven, and the width is uh, is uh, let's say ten. Mm-hmm. Then they would be heavy. then hevel,
0: then hevel. Okay. Correct, correct. Okay. Now uh, from this point going forward, now we get to leave the world of hevel, and now we talk about shared liability, sole liability. Once again, we go we go back to the uh, the pit that is a partnership pit. Okay. Uh, let's go back to the Mishnah. I know now if I'm Yesterday's daf. So borshon should u'tvim sheni so, so now right uh, David once again uh, just you know shared with me a little bit regarding how, uh, how how partnerships work and how liabilities work and one day I will understand David I'm telling you I'm so confident <laughs> it's not it's not fair he's an expert and he's had a, he has a lifetime of experience so uh, but okay anyway it doesn't matter so uh, so but anyway so but the uh, but what, what kind of liabilities do, do the partnership have? So the Mishnah tells us that if I have this pit that belongs to two partners and the first one uses it, hands it off to the second one, the second one's going to be Chayef. So now basically we need to, the Gemara is going to do this right now, give us a sense of what it looks like, the first one handing off to the second one. In other words, remember now, basically, how do you protect yourself as a pit owner? very simple. The cover is on. Well, what happened is is that the first first person got there, obviously taking the cover off because he wants water. Now the second partner comes. Okay. Good morning. How are you? Okay. And now there's a handoff from one to two. What does that handoff look like so that now all the liability is going to be switched over to the second partner? Good. That's, That's the discussion. Let's see it inside. Okay. Now, when does all liability leave the first partner and totally move over to the second partner? Okay, opinion number one. Opinion number one is that uh, the first one finished using it, but the second one started using it while the first one was finishing So in other words, it's not that the first one finished, walked away, left it uncovered, and the second one gets there. If the first one walked away, leaving it uncovered, he does not lose any of his responsibility. Or let's say it better. He is now a liable partner. Okay. The only way that the first one is going to be leaving all liability, totally relinquishing it to the second one, is where first one is there, second one comes... And now the first one says to the second one, I'm finishing. Go ahead, you can use it. That's opinion number one. Opinion number two, Mimsolo <laughs> Opinion number two of the Gemara is, is that it's got to be much more formal. Where the first one, the first partner says to the second partner, Here's the lid. In other words, I'm using it right now. I'm finished. Here's the lid. When you're done, obviously, you're going to go ahead and cover it. Then and only then do we now have a, a handing off of responsibility. From one to two. Kid Tanai, the Gemara points out that this machloket said we just saw together it seems to be a machloket zat So according to the Tanakama, so the um, so so basically, if one is finishing and the and the second partner comes and says, "Wait one second, I'd like to use it." That already is enough to remove all liability from partner number one. However, Rebbe Lazarus ben Yaakov and Rebbe Lazarus ben Yaakov says, absolutely not. In other words, when does one remove any and all liability? Only when he hands over the lid to the second one. Then and only then is the first one going to be removing his liability. Now, so the Gemari says, okay, let's now wrap our heads around what is this mach locus? So, we have a, mesiras, a, a a Mesira of of His chayvus, right? Handing over liability from one to two. Either it's, you don't have to actually physically hand over the lid. Alternatively, you have to actually hand over the lid. What is an Akut HaMachlokis? Gemara gives a fascinating Hezber HaMachlokis. So, Haimi KaMemale, ve Haimi KaMemale. Okay, so the... Um, so according to Rabbi Elizabeth Yaakov, he subscribes to Brera. How did Brera come up over here? It, it, it's so interesting. Meaning the way the Gamari looks at it is that once you subscribe to Brera, which Rabbi Elizabeth Yaakov does, so once you subscribe to Brera, so here's the story. We're partners over this pit. Okay? What, but because we subscribe to Brera, whatever water comes to me, that is my water and therefore my responsibility. Whatever water you take is going to be your water, hence your responsibility. So now, as we look at this pit, so there's my water and there's your water. And currently, right now, it's all mixed together. But once I subscribe to Raw, so I know that whatever I take retroactively is mine, was mine. Same thing with the water that you take is yours, was yours. Right? That's how Raw works. It's not exclusive either. Okay. Well, just give me one more moment. Where's, where's and and company? and therefore and therefore that means to say that there is always going to be a shared liability. Because even though what you're doing is, is now, now I, I left it for you to take, but in other words, but my water was there. My, whatever water I took was mine, and whatever water I will take is mine. So in other words, as much as I left the pit to you, but there's still my water that's there. Uh, that's why Rebbe ben Yaakov will tell you that the only way to transfer liability from one to two is only to physically hand over the lid. Where now I'm effectively saying to you, look, there's your water there, but there's also my water there. Ah, but I'm walking away right now. Here's the lid. You're now going to go be tasked with the responsibility of taking your water, but covering it. Only under those circumstances now are, am, I, am I removed from liability and you're going to have sole liability. But if we don't do that, and all I did was just walk away from the pit, even though I walked away and you were, and you were drawing water. But in other words, once you subscribe to BrayRAH, I can't ignore the fact that it's your water and there's my water. Good. That is Rebbe ben Yaakov. On the other hand, Rebbe Anasavayim So according to the Chachamim, there's no Brera. So in other words, we, we we don't say that whatever water I take is going to be mine, whatever water you take is going to be yours retroactively. And so therefore, the the water in the pit is ours. It's not mine, yours. It's ours. So now as a... As more of a joint venture, if you will. So now, when I'm taking from the pit and I walk away, but when I walk away, you were there. So now, what I could do is I could transfer over my liability from me to you, even if I don't physically hand you over the lid. That is the way the Gemara presents the underpinnings of the Machlokis between of Lazar Ben Yaakov and the Chachamim. The Gemara says, I'm a Ravina did not." And the Gemara says, and I want to show you, by the way, that this didn't just come out of thin air. But I'll show you another Mishnah and the same Akhlokis. Here we are learning a Mishnah in the Darim. from So let's say you have partners who basically had it with each other. Okay, it happens. We know. So unfortunately. And so in other words, so they make one against the other. I'm not getting Hana from you, I'm not getting Hana from you. And they're partners. Okay. And they have a chhatzer that they have a shared partnership in. So um so according to the Tanakama, so I certainly cannot the chutzner. They can't go into the into the chutzner. And Rebbe Lazman Yaakov Ameir, then ichnas l'soch shalov, is then ichnas l'soch shalov. And according to Rebbe Lazman no, I can go. In, I can go into our our courtyard because when I go into our courtyard, what am I doing? Ah, oh, perfect. Right, you, you already see it. So in other words, Ben Maimon, if look at the words spelled this out, Rebbe Lazman Yaakov, Savi Yeshbira, and high, high lidinafshei, I have a high lidinafshei, I have a rabbanon Savi so according to Rabbi Elazar Yaakov, subscribing to Brerah, when I go into when I go into our courtyard, every step I'm walking into is my shares of the courtyard. So I'm not violating the neder. Neder is I can't get benefit from you. I'm walking in our courtyard, but every step I'm taking in the courtyard is my fifty percent. And Enkin, according to the Chachamim, when you don't subscribe to Brerah, so that means that it's Our courtyard, our courtyard means it's ours. And 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 we don't have Braira. And therefore, when I walk into it, I'm stepping into mine and yours. And I said and I made a net, I'm not getting enough from you. I'm violating my net.
1: Okay. So in the previous case with the water, if the ox falls into the into the pit, you could so we're saying it got damaged from your water and damaged from my water. Is that what it
0: is? Well, again, the, in the I previous understand. in the previous case, we're both drawing from the water, and now someone didn't cover it. Right. So now, when the some when we say so the second person didn't cover it. So now, is that sole liability or is that share liability? It's a yeah, part. It's an, a part. A,
1: an animal falls in. All
0: right. Whatever. 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 The, whatever yeah. the nezik happens. So in other words, so once. Uh, so again, there are two opinions in the Gemara in terms of what it would look like that the first partner now is handing over all liability to the second partner.
1: I understand. But according to the one who says the the reason why they're both liable is because the animal fell in your water and in my water. Right. and Correct.
0: Correct. And the only way you can hand over liability is by physically handing over the lid and saying to him, look, it's... Right? That's my water and your water Mm -hmm. and gage breira." In other words, I'm finished drawing and I'm handing you the lid right now. So by handing over the lid, so only under those circumstances now am I gonna exempt myself from any liability. He makes, he's making a Kenya. So, but the thing is that by handing over your lid, he's he's making the other partner responsible for covering the board. Right? Right. And if the board is not covered then all falls, then it's his fault. Right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay, and we're almost done with yesterday's DAF. Not bad. <laughs> 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 Not bad. Okay, we're almost done. Okay, a couple, a couple points of Kenyanim. Um, so, uh, we are going to now leave for just a moment. In other words, we're in Baba kama. We're talking liability. That's, all, that's most of our uh, discussion. But as long as we're talking about a pit. Uh, so, a little bit regarding transfer of ownership. How do you make a Kenyan buy a pit? Now, opinion. a, a, a pit is Karka. And so, just going over the basics, how, how do you acquire Karka? We all know. So, you acquire Karka in one of three ways. kasef, star, Chazaka. That's it. So now, how, how does that look practically? That we get to see that inside. So, what you do now is, in order to act, activate the Kinyan, I'm going to hand over the lid. Mazel tov. Now, you acquired. Now, keep in mind, by the way, whenever we talk about these methods of Kinyanim, Obviously, there was a conversation. There was a, we agreed to a price. In other words, the kingian is just simply the 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 method in which the transfer actually occurs. But obviously, there has to be agreement of mind. I, I know we all know that, just making it clear. So, be e'i be bekaspa. So, the Gemara says, now, w- wait one second, I'm a little bit confused. In other words, was there actual transfer of money? Because if there was, that's kasef. And that's a, and that's a, another way of activating the kingin, And, and, and if we're talking about chazaka, now remember, chazaka over here by kingan karka means is that I did something that showed that I was the new owner of the item, digging in the ground, making a fence around it. So over here, usage. So over here, can we just talk about usage? What are we talking about handing over the lid? So, so, ah. so the Gemara says is that the handing over the, uh, uh, of the lid is another way of saying, it's a form of saying, <coughs> I'm handing you over the lid, you now have rights of usage, but more than rights of usage. Again, it's a Kenyan. So in other words, this is a way of saying, you now become the proprietor of this pit, my handing over the lid is serving as notice, <laughs> le- 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 okay so now again just a little bit of a diversion here in the Gemara. how do I how do I sell a house in other words again simple question of Kenyan. what is going to be the method of Kenyan buy a house handing over the keys to the home okay beautiful so so the Gemara says okay but stop confusing me meaning was there money that was transferred over good so then you acquired via kassif. If there was a proprietary act that was done chazaka, good. So in other words, where are we holding by the keys? So the gemara says, So the gemara says, no, the, he wants to acquire using the method of chazaka. Ubay So Lei dami. Now, what we need is for the seller to say the, to the buyer, Lei So in other words, go ahead, do a proprietary act. And you are going to be the owner. When I hand them over the keys, it's tantamount to saying, I am basically now authorizing you to do a proprietary act so that now you acquire. So the keys is basically communication between buyer and seller that now you are given the opportunity to do a king and Okay, So it's basically a form of communication. No different than handing over the lid. When you are transferring ownership of the pit, so by handing over the lip, you're basically authorizing and saying "lechazeu koneh." I'm not going to waste your time with this,
1: late because it, this doesn't answer the so boy. The very fact of handing over the key, if this is the key, giving <coughs> you need permission to go and do the chazuk, but you still have to do
0: the chazuk. Yeah, but correct. It's
1: not That wasn't
0: boy. Correct, correct, but, correct. In other words, so good. So that, but that's that's exactly what the Gemara clarifies. The Gemara clarified exactly your point. In other words, the key in of itself is nothing. In other words, it's not Kesef, it's not Shtar, it's not Chazakah. So what is the key? So the key is authorization to do a Kinyin Chazakah. That's exactly the point the Gemara made.
1: So
0: i just opening the door with the key. So once, yeah, yeah, okay, good, good, right, right. Okay, so one more in Halacha, shall we? So now, how do I buy a flock? Right, everyone's interested. How do you buy a flock of, of, of goats, of sheep? So how do you do it? So I'll tell you how you do it. You hand over the mashuchus. Okay. Now, all this would be very helpful, first of all, if any one of us was interested in buying a flock. Okay. I know nowadays it right, doesn't, doesn't seem to interest anyone. And on top of that also, but back in the day, by the way, they, in other words, you know, that, uh, people were interested. In other words, they, they lived in an agricultural society. And on top of that also, it would also be helpful if we knew what a mashkuchis was. Okay, small details that all need to be clarified but you get the you, everyone understands the gist of the Gemara that, that we're doing over here how do I buy a pit hand over the, the hand over the lid but again we, we clarify what that look what, what, what that does Allah how do I buy a house hand over the keys again we clarify what does that mean now how do I buy an aider? so hand over the mashkuches. okay so now again over here we're talking about an aider, so it's a flock so that means. It's metalin. So now all we have to do is just change our perspective. Well, what do we know by metalin? So we did this in the first paragraph of Kiddushin. The way that you're calling it metalin is either meshiha or by an animal Mesira. right? Either one of them works. It's a lengthy discussion over there, Meshicha or Mesira. meshicha and mesira. Um uh, okay anyway, but for our purposes right now, let let's assume either or. So either you pull the pull the sheep in your direction, Meshichah, Meshira, hand over the reins. Okay, one or or the other. And and now we're talking about handing over the Meshuchis, and we don't even know yet what the Meshuchis is. So, Ie Echidami. I read that already. So, Le'olam e Meshichah, Ve'i Lameimr, Le'lech Meshuchu K'nei, K'em Damasa Le'Meshuchis, Kamand Amr, Lech Meshuchu K'nei Dami. So again, handing over the Meshuchis is basically a communication. Meaning, you're going to do Meshichah. But how do I know when it's time that I can do Mashiach? How do I know now that we have agreement of mine that I'm authorized now to do Mashiach? So either he can authorize me verbally, that's one possibility, or by handing over the mashkuchis. so that is basically now an agreement of mine, a clear understanding that I am now in a position where I can do Mashiach. Oh, okay, good. What, what's the mashkuchis? The Gemara's next question. So my Meshuchis, is chat so here in Babel, the way we translate it here is it's a bell. Okay, in other words, uh, how do the sheep know to come and, and gather? So there's a bell. And they were trained, like Pavlovian dogs, uh, that in other words, when the bell's rung, they all come. Maybe maybe it, maybe it signals dinner. Yeah. Who knows? It doesn't matter. So in other words, so you, you, th- that bell, so that is a, when I hand them over the bell, basically I'm saying now, okay, I'm ready to make the Kenyan. Now the handing over the bell in of itself is not the king in, but basically it's an agreement now of mine that I'm authorizing you to do the Mashiach. that's one way to interpret it so the um so the um so what is it the lead goat the lead goat in other words every 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 herd's got a leader <coughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. You know I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so every, every herd's got a leader. And so now as a result of that, what happens is is that once once a lead goat is handed over, all the other goats are going to follow. Okay, so, so the Darushah, um, Galilee, Aled, Rav Chista. So now uh, this uh, Galilean was having a discussion, Rav Chista, regarding leaders that are not fit to be leaders. Okay, I know. Fill <laughs> in the blank. <laughs> Where, wherever, wherever, side you stand on the on the aisle. So Kadrag okay. is Raya So uh, So let's say that the shepherd just had it with his flock and and and, 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 <laughs> and <laughs> wants to do away with his flock. So you know what you know what the shepherd's going to do. So what he's going to do is he's going to take the lead animal, right? The animal that everyone else follows. It's going to blind it. Now that animal is going to fall off a cliff, and now all the other sheep are going to go fall off with him. So in other words, if you really hate your flock, so if you, if you hate them, so you take, the, you take the leader of it, in other words, lead, lead it to its death, and everyone else is going to follow. OK? Good. Good. Anyway, a, a little bit of a gottatop, but just this idea that there's such an idea of, of a lead animal.
1: Not sheep dog. That,
0: would that be like the belly thing? Good, sentence, good. So. good. I've, I've exhausted my knowledge. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to move on. Noon based on We're here now at the at the opening Mishnah on Noon based on and we are still now in the discussion of a partnership pit, a bore that's owned by Shutfim. So Kisar Rishon of Asheni Umatzam Megula Sheni Asheni Chayav. Okay, so the first one used the pit, covered it did everything it was supposed to. Now the second person comes along and finds the pit to be uncovered Now, now that's confusing because the narrative over here is that the first one covered it correctly. so how is the pit now uncovered? we're gonna we're gonna fill in that gap <laughs> that's my best pun of the day so the um, so um, and, and now so the second person now discovers it to be uncovered and we know not we're not guessing we know the first partner covered it correctly. So the second person found it on. I'm sorry. The second person found it uncovered, left it uncovered. The second person is going to be chayav. In other words, then he's going to have sole liability. Okay. Again, we're going to clarify this first case of the Mishnah in just a moment. Stay tuned. Next, Now, let's say you put a lid on and it was to code. The lid was uh, tested, proven to be. A, a, a strong enough to endure the weight of all the all the animals walking over it, and what happened was well, uh, whatever. An onis happened; an animal fell in. So you were going to be potter. Why? Because you put the lid on, and the lid met code. And so a, anything after that that happens is onis. Circumstances beyond your control. But let's say you put a lid on, but it wasn't a code, and an animal falls in, that's Shia. That's negligence. And therefore, you're going to be chayev. Okay. Okay, this case over here is a little bit confusing. But basically, uh, what happened was as follows. So, um, you have a pit. The, pit. the pit was exposed in a Rishus <coughs> harabim. And... The, um, and now you have a worker in the pit and the worker in the pit is digging, making a lot of noise in the pit. And now what happens is, is that because of all the noise that was created, so the, um, the animal falls into the pit. So the, um, because now, um, the animal falls in, but because of the confusion that was created by the noise. So now the. Uh, the Baal HaBor is going to be chayav. However, le'acharav Mikola kriya, So now the owner of the pit going to be potter. When we get to the gemara, we're going to understand a little bit better what's the what's the Okay, that that. But admit admittedly, that oh, the yeah yeah yeah. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, be, we'll clarify that a little bit later on. Now, so Okay. And here is a basic rule regarding uh, Boros, which we knew already, but here we're in the fifth paragraph of Abba Kama, and we're going to make this point extraordinarily clear, and that is, is that what liability do you have by a pit? Only the animals that fall in. Any kalim that fall in and break, you're not going to be liable. In other words, it's a pitur right? In other words, the, uh, go back to the beginning of the Masechta. Arba, Av, there are four main categories of Nezek, Bor being one of them. Each one of them has its own set of rules, Right? And that's why they're divided into four different categories. And so when it comes to boar, so you're going to have liability, but only on the animals that fall in. But if a cleave falls in and breaks, you're going to be putter. And so the Mishra is just simply highlighting. So now I have an animal and the animal's got, uh, it's got a saddle. It's got it, it's got a load on it. And so the animal with the saddle uh, uh, falls into the pit. And so oddly enough, you're going to be, but it's not, it is odd, but it's the halacha. In other words, you're going to be liable on the animal, but you're not going to be liable on the saddle that fell in as well and broke. Okay, simple. Okay, now for So the So Bain obas oama Now, if the shore that falls in is either Okay, uh, we're gonna the, the gemara is going to clarify this. Uh, this, but basically, just a little a sneak preview. Meaning the shore itself. Is Okay. Well, again, points we're going to clarify later on, not today. So if, if if it falls in, so in other words, they did not they 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 had no knowledge to be careful enough not to fall into a pit, and so therefore chayev. Uh, the abal is going to be Chayef. However, ben obas evroama potter. But if a, a a human falls in, so then the owner of the pit's going to be potter. Again, all this is going to be clarified when we get to the gemara. Okay, Okay. now, here's what happened. Again, partnership pit. Okay, first person used it, first person covered it. Okay, good. He's now clear from liability. Now what happens is, is that the second partner gets there, and an exposure, literally. The pit now is uncovered. Now, something happened. Okay, uh, let me give it away. Okay, uh, the, uh, the, the, the lid was infested with, 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 uh, with worms, Rotted from, rotted out, okay? So uh, I know it's a little bit funny, by the way. Usually these things take lots of time, okay? But let's just assume. An, an easier way to say it, by the way, and and, and he, in the notes of the Masifta, he, he cites. In other words, or just the easier way to say it is that somebody came along, a third party came along and just uncovered it. Whatever the case is. First person covered it, covered it completely. Second person comes in and the second person now, the second partner finds it uncovered. So, second per, second partner is fully liable. First partner is totally not liable. Okay. The second one... But, wait, just one second. One second. So now, the question of the Gemara becomes the following. Now, at what point in time now, is the first partner going to uh, 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 lose his pittur? In other words, they are partners over this pit. And so... When the first partner who did his responsible act of covering the pit, but later for whatever reason now the pit was uncovered, so eventually the first partner is going to be liable. When is that point going to be? So we'll see now. Not one but three opinions on this topic. So Rav's of the position is that you know when the first partner is going to be liable when he himself comes back and sees it uncovered. In other words, when he is. When it is made known to the first partner, that's it's it's uncovered. But when I say made known, according to Rav, how was it made known? Because he walked back there himself. Shmuel says no. In other words, he doesn't have to walk back there himself. Once the information travels to the first partner, then, and and, and at that point in time, he's going to be shared, shared liability. And Rav Yochanan Amar... So and, and according to and according to Ravio Rav gives the most lenient position. first partner came along to use the pit, covered it okay good. so his response his liability now is, is is gone. Now the second partner comes and discovers the pit to be uncovered. So right now at this point in time sole liability is the second partner. Now the first partner, we tap him on the shoulder, hey, your pit, it's exposed, it's uncovered. Okay, new. So at that point in time, we get to say to the first partner, you are not going to be held liable until you actually reconstruct a new lid. Such, a, such graphic language by Rav Yochanan. She, V'yizkor poalim, hire workers, v'yichros arazim, cut cedar, and v'yichasenu, and, 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 and covered anew. Meaning, you're going to give him ample time, ample time. But in other words, but in other words, within that window of ample time, in order to go ahead and to construct a new lid for for it. It's only at that point in time where he resumes liability on the pit. Okay, happens to be the Rambam uh, Apostles like Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, anyway. Okay, should we? I mean, we're behind, so I'd like to. So if it's with your with your indulgence. I'm going to go a little bit further. I'm going to go a little bit over time today. Okay. Um, Eby Lokisaki, so shi akhol amulifne shwarm we we in ya cholam the Aruva of asu shwarm nafly bay. My you missed you missed. Um, Keisokarai, thank you. I'm so so excited. Keisokara of us of so 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 gamam me patter. Given I'm rabies back back ana shit Thank you. Okay, so um, what happened was, is that you, the Mishnah taught us, you put a lid on, it was code, it, it, would, it could withstand the weight, and now what happens is an animal falls on it, and it breaks, so you're going to be potter, good, so when I read the Mishnah, how do I explain it? Ones, and now the Gemara basically says, okay, good, I get onis but what happened? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you what happened, Hitli and yimitocho, in other words, it got infested, and so, although, when you checked it out, everything looked great, but post, post the inspection, so it, it, it was matlia. It, it, it got infested with worms uh, termites, what, how, however you want to explain it and uh, I know, I know uh, and, 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 uh, and that's what happened okay, good now okay, so here we go now a little bit of of, of negligence, slight negligence you made a lid Okay, there is a hole in the ground you made a lid, you put the lid on. Now, was the lid to code? Eh. Eh. The lid was kind of to code. The, the, the lid could withstand the weight of shvarim, but it cannot withstand the, width, the, the weight of gamalim. If you would have asked me before today, I would have told you that, you know, which weighs more? I, I don't know, and I would, I would have guessed ashore. The Gemara's assumption is, is that the camel weighs more. Okay. So now what happens is the following. And now because you made a lid which was not to code, it couldn't handle all the weight, only that of a shore but not of a uh but but not of a gamal. And what happens is is that traffic and the gamal uh, and, and and the camels are walking over it, weakening the lid. A shore walks over it now and, and 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 the lid breaks and 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 the shore falls in. And what is your liability? Meaning you did cover it, but not perfectly to code. So what kind of liability do you have over there? Hey, Amri, hey, Chidami. So in the yeshiva, as they're discussing this case, they said, we need more context. We need it. So, if you know camels are traversing back and forth, so clearly this is gross negligence. Meaning you can't tell me, well, I was close to code. Well, what do you mean? If you know camels are traveling down the road and you only built it to be able to support the weight of shvarim, so that's Shia. And if the expectation is, is that, look, this is not a highway. In other words, there are no camels that are traveling over here. It's only Shvarim. And I made the lid to be able to carry the way to Shvarim. And then all of a sudden a camel came and that wasn't expected. So that's Onis. <laughs> So the Gemara says, well, camels go by occasionally. And and so it's a little bit tough for me to understand. In other words, they don't come all the time. They come sometimes. Okay. So the Gemara is going to make this point, by the way. But in other words, if they're coming sometimes, shouldn't you therefore build the lid to be able to, to, to carry the weight of the camels? Anyway, the Gemara is going to make that point. So tashmak itzal karayin So chushor chamor mezo pater heichidami hilam karayil shvarim karayil gemarim I love karayil shvarim. So the gemara says is that what about our mishnah? The mishnah is talking about where you made the lid to be able to handle the weight of shvarim. V'lo karayil gemalim. The eishchichigemalam amai pater brshehu v'yeloshchichigemalam pshita anozu. As we are already now on the top of the yamid base. So the gemara says, well. If, you, if camels are expected to go there, you're a If camels are not expected to go there, you're a Nones. So, Allah and Varu, Vasu and Alma, Kevin Anasu. So, the Gemara is just speculating, and the Gemara is saying, well, the Mishnah is talking about a case where camels are there on occasion. It's, it's not regular traffic. And so, therefore, you made the lid strong enough to withstand the shore, not the camel. Uh, and because the camels are there rarely, so that is considered ones. Amrilo, the B'nai Ha'yeshiva say, that's ridiculous. No. The Mishnah is talking about a case where you made the lid to code. It was able to withstand the weight of camels and shvarim. Let me say it better. Of shvarim and camels. And no, and, and so how did an animal fall in? Because it, it, it rotted out from the inside out and and that's Ona. That's what the Mish is talking about. Okay. Um, let, okay, now, now now we're on the Ahmed Now I'll pause. Okay. The uh, at least we're a little bit better off in terms of where we need to be. Okay, Adkan. We, uh, we we finished up. A a question uh, we we opened up a non-alph today. The uh, a question of sole liability versus shared liability. Right, other cases in which there's a machlokus between Rebbe and the Chachamin. Going back to yesterday's daf. Okay, uh, we talked about hevel and chavata again. the, right, the constricting air and the impact. You're going to be high for both. Is there a way to make to 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 remove that, that, that hevel? Yes, by widening it. Okay, the Gemara explored exactly what the she, what the shape needs to be look to look like in order for the hevel to dissipate. Okay, lots of Kinyenim discussions on the Baban-Nunafam and taking us to the top of Nunbeza Madalav. In terms of how to be Kona a bore, how to be Kona a Bias, and how to be Kona an aider. Then we did the mission on the top of Nunbeza So there, once again, par- a, 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 a bore of partners. And over there, first one covered it correctly. Second one left it, I'm sorry, fa- finds it uncovered and leaves it uncovered so he will have sole liability and not the first partner because the first partner covered it correctly. When does the first partner resume liability? So three opinions in the Gemara. uh, Finished with Rav Yochran's position of when uh, when he's afforded the time to go ahead and make the necessary repairs to put on a a, a good lid. Okay? And finally, uh, where we ended off today is you built a lid, but it wasn't perfectly to code. Able to withstand the weight of a of a shore, but not of a camel, and a camel walks over, weakens it. What is your liability going to be? We're in the middle of that discussion. Sure. Ah. Okay.